I'm Stu Whiffin. And I'm Adam Richardson. And not only are we the editors of Pod Bible Magazine, we're also your hosts for the Pod Bible Podcast. The podcast podcast where podcasters talk to podcasters about podcasts and podcasting. It doesn't get more meta than that, right? Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pod Bible Podcast. This is episode number 20 and uh, my name is Adam Richardson, one of the editors of Pod Bible Magazine and your host for today's episode. And we're in that weird little gap between uh, Christmas and New Year. So we're hoping that by now you'll have you know, exhausted all of your new presents, played with all your new toys, read your new books, probably a bit bored of the family full of food, full of drink, and you just need to chill out, stick your headphones on, ignore the world, and listen to some podcasts. So the plan, as always, is to recommend a load for you uh, and uh, hopefully get you listening to, to some new stuff for the new year. So, oh, one thing I want to mention before we go on, the poll winners, the Pod Bible Poll Winners 2019. We have one more day left to vote. It closes tomorrow on the 31st uh, of December at midnight. So one more day uh, to get over to podbiblemag.com and vote for your favourite podcasts if you haven't already. Uh, We'll announce all the winners in early January. Uh, So yeah, very exciting. Um, We've had so many votes, so many votes for that. So yeah, uh, if you haven't already, podbiblemag.com to do that. Last week uh, on the podcast, we had John Kennedy talking about his podcast tape notes. Uh, we also had Monty Onanuga from No Country for Young Women and Mark Haynes from Wrestle Me, and those two were recommending uh, shows that they love. And today we're going to follow that trusted same old format, and we're going to start off with Hannah Witten talking about her podcast, Doing It. Okay, we are here today with Hannah from the Doing It podcast. Yeah, hi. Hi, how are you? Hello. I'm good, thanks. Good, fantastic. Well, this is very straightforward, Hannah. All you've got to do is tell ourselves and the listeners all about your podcast. Okay, Doing It is a podcast all about sex and relationships and dating and bodies. And basically, uh, each episode, I have a guest and I talk to them either about their experiences or their expertise and just dive into all of these fun topics. Brilliant. I love it. I get to nerd about sex and that's great. (laughs) I just love learning about it. (laughs) Cool. And how did it come about for people who don't know about your background? Yeah. So I make sex and relationships education videos on YouTube and I've been doing that for like the last seven, eight years. And in 2017, I released my first book, which is called Doing It, which is like a sex and relationships advice book for young adults. And then two years later, the podcast with the same name happened. Excellent. (laughs) Yeah. So how did you decide on the format of the podcast? I think it was just, I wanted to give place where other people could talk about their experiences. A lot of what I do online has you know, it's been about me <laughs> uh, a lot of the time or or just kind of like more of a like a general blanket, like here's the do's and don'ts, how to's, here's the information sure. and the knowledge you need mm. with like a sprinkling of this is my experience, but I'm just one person. Um, and so I just wanted to show the variety of different experiences that there are out there and yeah. just give something that 
some like someone will be able to find something comforting yeah in hearing different stories great and uh guess wise any yeah. particular highlights that you've had or or particularly excellent guests oh yeah so i've rec- i've recorded quite a lot i'm actually recording with nimco ali tomorrow um she's an anti-fgm activist and mm. her book's out um later this month so i'm really excited about that and i got to interview two of my favorite sex educators um meg john and justin and there's just a, a lot of people with different experiences there's some people who is like it's not necessarily going to be someone whose name you know but mm. the story is is great so for a new listener that mm-hmm. hasn't checked your podcast where's a good place to start where would you say right at the very beginning or would Ooh. you say this episode's a really good introduction that gives you a real kind of balanced cross-section of what we do yeah because it's all like interviews you don't you don't like have to listen to them in order you can have a look at the the different topics um and pick your fave so recently did one um with a friend of mine who found out that she was pregnant at five months um and so talked about that um Mm. (laughs) she was a, a student and so just her experience with that and mental health and and uh being a full-time student and a full-time mum and what that was like. There's one that's coming out soon. I'm not sure how soon, um, but about like queer representation in movies and in TV. So it's like, depends what you're, what you're into, what, what topic you want to go for. I'm trying to think what's already. So just scroll through and see what takes your fancy basically. Brilliant. Was there any sort of like, standout influences uh that that kind of led you to 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 this sort of concept of a a podcast and the book so i was doing a podcast before this one um for three years with two of my friends um we had a podcast called banging book club where it was a book club about sex basically um which is great for me because a lot of my job involves like reading either non-fiction or like fiction books that have like themes around sex and relationships and bodies and stuff in it so we we did that podcast for three years and that kind of came to a natural end but I just loved the format and I also just selfishly wanted to have conversations with people about sex like have an excuse to be like hey do you want to hang out for an hour and let me ask you all these questions please (laughs) is is this because all your friends have got bored of you constantly going on about it or (laughs) maybe (laughs) it also gives me an excuse to like um reach out to people who maybe I haven't ever really met before yeah who who i'm like oh they're really interesting and i want to talk to them about this thing hello i have a podcast will yeah. you please come on my podcast Perfect. you find that people are quite quick to to for want of a better description open up and 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 just be you know brutally honest about yeah you know the the, the, sort of the, the personal side of their lives yeah and I, and I feel like because i've been doing this for so long at least a lot of the people that i've reached out to so far are people that i already kind of have a relationship mm. with and so they're like okay i trust you i know i know that this is going to be good and 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 also i'm talking with people who like some of them also also work in the same space that i do so it's also like a part of their job to have yeah. these conversations so right yeah. they're like all for it yeah Brilliant. fantastic Thank you. Uh, moving forward, any big plans? Just continue as you are? or Yeah, uh... I mean, it's just the beginning. Literally just started. So really excited just to put out all of the episodes that I've recorded so far and then record more. <laughs> yeah. Live shows? Hopefully. Super. Very yeah. good. Thank you very much, Hannah. Thank you. 
Thank you so much to Hannah for that chat. Uh, that was one that we recorded quite a long time ago now, um, back in the summer uh, at Global uh, in their fancy studios. So that was a lot of fun. Great to meet Hannah. Thank you very much for talking about your show. Um, we're going to have a quick break and then we're going to come back and start getting into the recommendations. Recommendation number one coming up. And to start things off, we have a new guest and it's Tom Stab, one of the many hosts behind the Monkey Tennis podcast. Uh, if you're an Alan Partridge fan, then I'm sure you'll be aware of this. Uh, if you're an Alan Partridge fan and you're not aware of it, then it is a very good fan podcast where they uh, go deep into all things Alan Partridge. Um, we've got a couple of Toms from that podcast coming back on another episode to talk about that show. Uh, but for now, we've got Tom Stab, and he's recommending one of his favourite podcasts. Okay, Tom Stab of Monkey Tennis, recommend me a podcast. So I want to recommend a relatively new podcast and a person who's relatively new to the podcast game, um, Out to Lunch with Jay Rayner. So I've been a fan of Jay's for years. I've been reading his reviews for, for a long time, um, and his sort of appearances on MasterChef as well. I'm sort of a big, a big fan of his. Um, so I was very pleased that he was bringing out a podcast and um, listened to it. And, and I think we all have a number of podcasts that we subscribe to. And when a new episode drops from that podcast, you, you kind of maybe even pause the one you're listening to and go straight to that one. <laughs> yeah. This is one of those because... Pod um, Bible for all the listeners. Of course, yeah. 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 Straight um, to the top of the queue. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, Jay's been a journalist for, for, for you know, two decades, so... He knows how to interview a guest. He knows how to hold a conversation with with someone. And I think why I like it so much is that it kind of reminds me a little bit of when I first got into podcasts, the the first big sort of major mainstream podcast that I got into was The Nerdist. Mm -hmm. And what I loved about that podcast was that it was so conversational. It was so outside of the norm of what an actor or a TV star or whoever the guest was would do in sort of that press run of whatever they were going to promote. Sometimes they didn't even talk about what they were promoting right until the very end of the show. They talked about everything else under the sun, their passions, their interests, etc. So it kind of reminds me a little bit of that because you don't... Also, you don't get the usual guests that you get on. You know, when someone's got a book out or an album or a TV show, you see the same people appearing on a lot of the podcasts that you subscribe to. This podcast doesn't... It has some of them, some of the people are on the promotional trail, but a lot of them are guests that jay has contacted himself because he wants to have a conversation with them and they go to a really nice restaurant jay is obviously a restaurant critic mm. for the guardian so they go to a restaurant you know he talks to the guests before the show and says you know dietary requirements loves hates and takes them to a restaurant and they he interviews them over over lunch great and so it's a different restaurant every time different restaurant every time um i'm a big food lover so it also works as a restaurant recommendation for me as well so I've got a sort of running list on my phone of all the restaurants <laughs> that I want to visit and quite often a recommendation comes through that podcast because I, I I'm listening to the show but I'm also on the website of the restaurant looking at the menu yeah. and what they're what they're ordering and kind of looking and see if I can see pictures or whatever because it's so conversational and Jay knows how to interview per, uh, someone he he says at the beginning of the show that um of each show that you know some of the best conversations that he's had with people and I'm sure you guys probably agree with this is over dinner it's a great leveler it's you know glass of wine nice food you end up having really deep interesting conversations and that's kind of what this podcast is so I think anyone who is a lover of restaurants, obviously, but also really interesting, engaging, great interviews will really enjoy this show. Like I said, Jay's a 
pro. He knows how to get things out of people and asks the right kind of leading question that doesn't put an affront, you know, doesn't, you know, make someone sort of bristle or anything like that. But he knows what route he's going down to try and get an interesting answer mm. out of someone. But he does it in a very fun Fun way. And also the other thing is that, you know, how angry can you be when you're getting a free lunch? Of course, <laughs> of course. So if you had to point someone in the direction of that podcast, uh, is there a standout episode that you think really does sort of put across just what a great podcast it is? Well, like I said, you don't have the usual guests on there. So um, some of my favourite episodes, uh, the first episode was with Richard E. Grant. Um, he's done episodes with Stanley Tucci, Mark Gatiss, who I love, Jamie Dornan, Jason Isaacs. Uh, Jess Phillips um, and a, a recent uh, episode that I really liked was with Guy Garvey, who I'm not a massive Elbow fan. I don't really, you know, listen to their music. It's not it's not for me. But I know enough about Elbow to know that Guy Garvey would be a really fun, good interview because mm. he's a guy who has a real sort of zest for life, and mm. you know he's been through some stuff, and you know he's you know tasted success and you know it's an interesting story so that's that you know those are quite often the best kind of podcast where you don't know anything about the guest or you don't know very much about the guest but it's still a really fascinating listen because they've got a story to tell or they've got all these experiences and i thought that was a really great one but all of those ones that i've just listed were fantastic interviews you know because he you know quite a lot of them are big personalities and jay is a big personality himself so it's a really kind of um lively exciting fun um interview format and it helps if the guests sometimes go yeah i'll have a glass of wine or two and then it kind yeah. of you know by the end of the interview they're a bit more you know uh loose shall we yeah. say yeah. Yeah. Just, and just to crash your your section a little bit apologies but i thought the guy garvey episode was absolutely outstanding it's like partly because i think he is just he's so listenable mm. the way he tells his stories he's got such a rich lovely voice as well you mm. could literally listen to him read a shopping list or whatever and it'd be, it'd be beautiful <laughs> but i also love with that podcast the way it's the quality of the audio the fact you can hear the background rustling of noise in the restaurant mm. and just like that you hear the noise of the food being eaten and served but not not in a disgusting way i just think it feels like a re- it really draws you in i mm. think it feels like a really warm rich kind of podcast to listen to yeah uh, as Tom says, obviously, if you were doing it in a super busy dining room, it wouldn't work. But because they often have sort of either they go when the restaurant's closed or not quite, sorry, not open to the public yet, or they have a private dining room. But you still hear sort of the clank of the cutlery on the plate and the the, the wine being poured and stuff like that. It feels live. It feels real. Unless if they're faking it and just adding sound. Maybe. Yeah, they're in a studio like this, yeah. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, it feels live. It feels real, which is, you know, part of the charm of it, I think. How do they cope with those pauses when someone's got a mouthful and they're waiting? Well, they like, can. <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't happen very often. I think right. obviously they're kind of. Do you think they must edit it a lot? Yeah, I think yeah, I think, yeah, I think right. they do. There yeah, are some moments where Jay asks a question and someone's like, "Hang on a minute, I've just got to finish my you know steak or whatever." But um, most of the time, it's it's fine. I think he kind of knows what he's doing, like sure. not to ask a question just as the fork's going in yeah. the mouth. <laughs> cool. Thank you very much. Thank you very much to Tom for that. Uh, Out to Lunch, great, great podcast. Uh, he's had so many great guests recently, so uh, definitely one that's worth checking out. Um, so what have we got next? We've got another recommendation, of course, and we're going to be talking to some return guests. Some of our favourite guests on the podcast so far always speak so well about their show and others. Uh, I think this might be their third recommendation, so maybe even their fourth appearance on the podcast. Crazy times. Uh, but we're delighted to have them back on. It is Russell and Robert 
from Talk Art. The final one that we were going to talk about is Griefcast, which is just fantastic. It's simply described as as funny people talking about death and grief, Mm. but it's not as miserable or, 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 or heavy as that sounds. So what is it that drew to Griefcast? Well, again, How did you I mean, find we, it? we have different ways, but I'll, I'll talk first. But for me, it's just the fact that, again, it's letting people access that. No one talks about grief. We're all too scared of it. Everyone's going to die. It's the only thing we really know in our lives. We're all going to die at the end of it's it. It's the only thing that we all share. Yes. And we all share and we all know all we're, all, we're all heading towards death, basically. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. No, everyone's so scared of it. And it's so... Uh, we, there's no demystifying of it. No one's really tackling that. But this podcast is incredible because it makes it entertaining and it's everybody it's everybody's shared experience people yeah. know people that died everyone's terrified of everyone dying around them and it's it's like how to fail it's just like accessing something that we all know we've all been through we're all going to go through but making it entertaining i yeah. think it's incredible it's like a really beautiful niche and that's a great example of a podcast where you're doing something kind of socially responsible in a way. Yeah. And it is really enjoyable to listen to. That's the thing. Like, Harriet Lloyd, who presents it, like, she has an amazing voice. It's very soothing, her voice, anyway. But then she's equally hilariously funny yeah. and great at talking and chatting. And, and often the episodes start and they might be chatting for 20 minutes just about stuff, you know, like life. Mm. So it's not like you're going to have to listen to this and it's really heavy. It's mm. the polar opposite. Mm. And for me, like, I've lost so Yeah, I many... think people would be put off by the title. Yes, they might be. They like, might oh, be. God, yeah, yeah, no. yeah. And also, like, there's an episode with Anna Annika Rice, who did Challenge Annika, yeah. who I loved in my childhood. Same. I haven't heard from her in years, you know, and it's yeah. great. That, that episode is incredible. But it also brings up the idea that it's not just grief from death. You can have grief from a, a husband leaving you. A relationship. You know, a relationship yeah. breakup. And that there's all kinds of grief and that grief isn't just associated with death. You know, it can be all these different things. And then she interviewed Felix White, who's a musician from the Maccabees. Yeah, and um, I really related to that episode because his uh, mother had died, when I think, when he was 17 or something from um, MS, I think. Yeah. And I lost my brother in my teens, but I've also lost like about five of my cousins and, you know, all young. So I've had a lot and friends, I had a friend that killed himself. I've had a lot of death in my life. So for me, that particular episode, I think maybe because he was a musician as well. And I think I used music as a way of surviving through my grief. But you channeled into songs, didn't you? Into, Definitely. Yeah. 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 It was always very much like that. I used to Cathartic. write a song every day in order to do that. So I really connect to this series, but mainly because in the 90s when my brother died, I don't think I really spoke about death. And my mum kept trying to get me maybe to see a therapist or something and I just refused like point blankly refused to talk about it I didn't talk about death until my mid-twenties so having this podcast if I'd been 14 it's the kind of thing I could have probably listened to because it was my choice to listen to it not my parents telling me to listen to it because it's kind of cool in a way like podcasts whatever and I'm just so happy it exists in the world you know I think it's a great great show it's amazing how consistently relatable the stories are on Mm. there no matter who you've lost or what like the, the different things there'll always be something that you're like Adam Buxton will be going we'll be talking about his father's passing it was quite recent when they recorded it and my parents are both still alive yet there'll be something in there that's just so relatable and so real and human so again I think you're right people could be put off by thinking either it's going to be too miserable or I've not lost I don't want to think about that I've not it's like no it's not it's not that it is this it's what talking about grief should be. Yeah. It should be just a regular and relaxed thing rather yeah. than we're going to have a big chat now. Like, it's yeah, not, yeah. there's certain TV shows or films that I know I need to be in the right mood for. Yes. It's, it's, it's a big one. I need to concentrate on yes. this. Griefcast isn't that. It, no, it may appear all. as that. You may yeah. think, yeah. 
right, today I'm going to listen to it. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. not in the mood. I'm going to listen to some time it lighter. It's not that. It's, no. it's, it is for all the time, and yeah. that's what the conversation of, of death should be. And out, out of listening to it all the time, the whole taboo of talking about death disappears in a way. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? And that's, it will help change society, like change the way we all act, and yeah, that's I a really agree. powerful thing. Mm. And the other thing I love in it is that she describes it as a club of people that have like lost people. Yeah. And I, I, I always felt incredibly alone in my teenage years because yeah. I didn't feel like anyone understood what I was going through. And um, it's so even I jump every time she talks about this idea of it being a club because I'm like a club it's so weird like I, I love this. that idea yeah. yeah it's beautiful yeah thank you very much to Russell and Robert for recommending Griefcast obviously a podcast that a load of people know about already uh, one of the most popular such a good thing uh, Carriad's doing a great job and I guess particularly at this time of year when uh, a lot of people will be missing uh, loved ones, it, it could be particularly relevant and particularly helpful. So, yeah, go and, go and check that out if you haven't already. Uh, that is the end of the podcast uh, and the last podcast for 2019. Next time we speak to you, it'll be a brand new decade. Very exciting. Maybe uh, Stu and I will be replaced by some robots or something because it will officially be 2020. Uh, if you want to keep up with Pod Bible, we have social media at Pod Bible uh, on all the usual places. Uh, our website is podbiblemag.com where you can read the magazine, you can order back issues, and you can read our blog as well. Um, and also vote on the Pod Bible poll winners uh, for one more day. Uh, if you want to drop us an email, it's info at podbiblemag.com. And finally, for the last time this decade, we are delighted to announce that the Pod Bible podcast is brought to you by Audible. Always feels a bit weird doing that by myself. But uh, yeah, looking forward to speaking to you all in the new year. Happy New Year. And thanks very much for listening. <laughs>